Sports Podcast. I said, Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast with Andy Ruther and Joe Prano. Welcome to, welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. Welcome to the Dirty Sports Podcast. I am your host, Andy Ruther. Coming to you live from Los Angeles, California, with my co-host sitting on my right, back together again, Joey Nocho Prano. From our fortified compound in Los Angeles, California. Andy, I just realized something. I don't normally sit to your right. Smut Studio, left. Walt's Basement, left. But today you were like, give me that Ottoman action, dog. Give me that Chazay Lounge. And I was like, dog, you you get whatever you want. You sit over there. You get comfy. I'm going to go see if I have sweatpants that match your sweatpants. And let's get it on. Sweatpant gang, son. These are our matching sweats but from, a, from a former uh, former sponsor. No no free plugs. Yeah. Now, if you want to pay us again. Yeah, if you want to pay us again. They are nice sweatpants, but your name will not go mentioned. Yeah. Uh Clothing company that shall not be named. I believe Christian McCaffrey is their spokesperson now. Yep, whoever but, that is. But I want to say we were the trailblazers yeah. for Christian. Yeah. They were like, hey, Dirty Sports. Jackie is- Bradley Jr., Dirty Sports, Christian McCaffrey. They were all over the map. I forgot they did Jackie Bradley Jr. Yeah. Yeah. The only ever free plugs we gave out were these guys, and it all worked out in the end. Here we are. Andy. It's it's morning here still, but I'm just doing it because we're we're reunited and it feels so good. Yeah, it feels good, doesn't it? Crack open that Miller uh-huh. Lite. How it, good is it? By the way, it's not morning. It's early afternoon. It's twelve oh five. Ooh, wow! Yeah, late start. So yeah, a little late start today. I arrived. You know the saying? It's twelve oh five somewhere. I, I don't know that, but <laughs> apparently it is a saying. I got in last night after a long day of travel. Had a four-hour layover in Chicago, about a four-and-a-half-hour flight from Chicago to here. Here we are. Here we are, reunited. Andy Ruther, back in California. How are you feeling? You've only been here about 12 hours. It's different. It's different. That's the first time I've I've gone into LAX where I'm not going home. Yeah. So... Ever. It's the first time I've flown into LAX where I'm not going to where I live. So it was it was a different vibe. Well, you've come visited before, right? Didn't you come and visit before you lived here? I never flew, though. Oh, you drove from Vegas. Yeah. So I drove from Vegas a bunch, but I never flew. So that was the first time ever. And, you know, I'm, I'm big into taking it all in and being in touch with how I'm feeling emotionally. Like, this feels different. How's this feel when I'm walking out? To the terminal. How's this feel now? It feels different. I can just see you walking around the terminal. I'm here, but I'm not going home. Hi, I'm here, but I'm not going home. <laughs> Thanks for your service. Thanks for your service. Now, I dropped you off this morning. I went and had a swim. I dropped you off this morning uh, in my neighborhood. Get yourself some breakfast. You were like, which way do I walk to the beach? And I was like, you walk down that way. But when I texted, when I called you on my way back from a swim, you were already back here. So you didn't walk to the beach. No. Okay. I'm saving that for my run. I like it. So I'm going to do the run to the beach today. I'm excited about that. 
really excited about that. I think you're going to really, I think for you, you're really going to enjoy this setup because you got a nice long hill down to the beach, a nice long hill up from the beach at the end of your run. I think it's going to be a nice, good, like, warm-up cool-down for a guy who really likes to run, and you've been running in hilly Cincinnati. You just have one big hill down, one big hill up. Otherwise, you got a flat beach run. Well, I did a long walk up uh, Mariposa. Now you're just giving away. <laughs> now you're just giving things away. <laughs> <laughs> Which is Spanish for butterfly. Yeah. For my non-native Spanish speakers. Um, yeah, so I walked up there, and... Just to get a lay of the land. The, the hills won't bother me. So, but yeah, it's good to be back. Of course, I do come back with, you know, little cooler temperatures until next week. Yeah. That's the va- that's the California vacation rule. Anytime somebody's here on vacation, they're like, oh, it was 80 last week. I'm like, sorry. Yeah. I, I, I kind of hate it when people visit in the winter because uh, I know that means it's going to rain. Because they're like, I thought it was always sunny. I'm like, it is until you showed up. But here you are. You're back, Andy Ruther. It feels good to have you here. And, uh, you know, it feels good to be doing Dirty Sports live together again. Oh, I don't I know why we always didn't wear matching pants. That should that should have been a staple of our show. That, well, you're not you're not a team player with twinning. I'm just going to call it out. Okay. I'm a more of a twinning. Hey, let's dress alike. Let's let's look cool. You're not you're not about that. Okay. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know these situations where it's occurred, but I mean, I certainly don't like to go out in public with somebody dressed identically. Do you it's remember like, that one time we did the show and we were basically wearing the same shirt? Yeah. Again, same former sponsor. Yeah. And did I go back home and change? No, you went on stage because I was hosting it, and then you called me out. It was funny. You said we planned this. It might have been the same shirt. Yeah. Sounds familiar. I was very excited to partake in some of that California cannabis last night. I know you were. Oh, my God. You wanted that good good. Uh, it's so good. Nothing beats California California cannabis and then some pizza. Like That was a good one-two combo for me. Put me right where I needed to be, which was asleep. Yeah. Slept great. Glad to hear it. Got the air mattress out for me. Got the air mattress out. We got a leak, though. That's that's you know it's funny we had our last visitor, Damo keep it. He uh, <laughs> he said he said it was leaking, and I was like, huh, it's weird. It doesn't leak on me. And then uh, you know my girlfriend banished me to the air mattress a few times, so I spent like four straight days on it, sturdy as hell. And then I was like, I don't know what Damo's doing on this air mattress. And then you said leak, and I'm like, man, I don't know what. Maybe it's the way I screw the thing on. I didn't screw the thing on tight enough or something, but uh, we'll, have to, we'll have to investigate that. I certainly want you to be comfortable here, Andy. I'll buy you a bed if you need. Thanks. Well, this couch also. This couch is comfortable. It's a cozy couch. Yeah. I, could... spent, I spent my fair share of nights here, too. <laughs> I'm, I'm seeing a trend. I've slept, in, I've slept in every different nook and cranny of this apartment. Have you cuddled up in the fireplace at all? No, I've slept on this floor, though. I could sleep on the floor. I think one of the most underrated things is sleeping on the floor. I've said this for a while. I do naps on my back on the carpet, 10 to 15-minute power naps on the floor, sometimes mid-afternoon, late afternoon. Nothing beats it. Everything good? Yeah. Everything's good. I, I want That's sound quality update, right? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Sound quality update. We are good. 
We had, we had to work out a few kinks here, you know. Yeah. It, it took me a minute. That was what's funny. I, we, we had this set up for I don't know how many years. It took me. You had to get refreshed. I had to get refreshed. But here we are. And if you're in the Los Angeles area and want to be an intern for the next 10 days, let us know. We'll teach you to set this up. Break it down. Where is Majaris? He's about, Aaron is about to be a graduate of law school. I'm a lawyer. How crazy is that? Yeah. Then he's got to pass that bar. He's got to work for Disneyland. That would be so great. Yeah. If he did. He's going to be the first lawyer to show up in a suit with Mickey Mouse ears. He's going to be one of those. He, I could see Aaron working for Disneyland and when people like... When people like try to sue them because they slipped and fall, him just like aggressively defending Disneyland, not because it's his job, but because he lo- he was like, "How dare you try to take money out of Disney's pocket?" Yeah, like yeah, I, I got I got thrown from Space Mountain and I shattered a vertebrae. He's like, "You wanted it. <laughs> you wanted to do that." He's on the he's on the state. He's got him in court. It was like that call he left. Like, you yeah. want the roller coasters? Yeah. Don't you deny it. You want me on that roller coaster. You need me on that roller coaster. He's going, you know, should have just complied. So we're going to a Reds game. Maybe, maybe I'll go to a Dodgers game. To be fair. That is true. Yeah. You're going to a Dodgers game. You're going to a Reds at Dodgers game. Not that, not that it's not a Reds game as well, but you know, we're going to a Dodgers game while you're here in Los Angeles. They're playing your Reds, which is exciting. I almost had you bring me Reds gear. I almost had you bring me like a. I was like, go to, the, go to your local spot, get me a seven and a half Reds hat. And then I was like, nah, that's something I should do while I was. Something I regret not doing while I was at the Great American Ballpark. You can always come back. I will. I will. Usually, I buy a hat at the ballpark. We were just so turned with dirt balls that day. You were. Yeah. I mean, pff, I was. You were pretty turned with dirt balls too. You were leading a chant against a Jesus freak along with me. Oh yeah, I was at first, and then I was like, I can't handle this. I'm gonna go have Meet sex with, with Tinder girl. Have sex with the Tinder girl. I mean, I really just left you hanging. It's fine. I was with Nick D'Alessandro. Him and his buddy gave me a ride back to Walt Walt Street. I thought you went to my brother's bar. We did. We went there too. But Nikki D. I think that was my first Nikki D experience. Yeah. He was driving me around, him and his buddy. I mean that those videos That was after Branson Ping went dude, down on the street. Dude, the Branson Ping thing. This is old school dirty sports. That picture of him and the video The collapse in the street is like to me all time dirty sports moment. You know what's crazy? That was September seventeenth, twenty sixteen. Wow. Four and a half years ago. Yeah. Seems like we got to throw another first pitch somewhere. Where would it be? I love the experience down in Amarillo, like the minor league ball yeah, experience. Yeah, we did have that, I, and threw the first pitch there. That was a whole like we have three first pitches under our belt. Yeah. The only thing about Amarillo, and I'm gonna call, I'm gonna say Nick Yardley here. You know, they they have you throw out the first pitch with one of those like plastic baseballs that you know they can stamp their thing on. Like, get yourself a real minor league baseball. Let let people throw it out with a real minor league ball. But we've had a lot of calls about me hitting a ninety mile an hour fastball. Yeah. And and again, hitting it is very, you know, that's a whole other thing. I said make contact of any kind. 
You're, I, I specifically said you will not make actual solid. You will not put a ball in play. But I was like, you could tip one. And also, we can test this. You're you're probably better off testing it on, you know, because the, the question was also, it's coming to the same spot every time. Yeah. Hard to do that with a, with a live pitcher. Be like, bro, can you throw... Can you throw 20 pitches in the exact same spot every time? Now, that's a whole other question. Like, if I was just like, hey, try to pump middle fastballs, and it's going to move a little bit naturally, Yeah, you have far less chance. But there's actually a place right down here. There is a a batting cage here where I think that I can, because it's an adjustable machine, I bet you I could get them to jack it up to 90. We should do that while you're here and film it. I think, first of all, I never said, remember, I was the one saying, yeah. I'm whiffing every time. I think 90, it's intimidating, first of all, to stand by a 90-mile-per-hour pitch. That's the other thing is, like, when a pitcher's throwing it, there's always the question of, does one get away with it from him and, hit, and it hits me? Which which instills a little bit of fear, which is going to make it harder. Now, if you're on a pitching machine and it's pumping the same exact spot, Bro, 90. You think I trust machines? <laughs> Sounds like the beginning of uh, Terminator. Yeah, or. Do you think I trust machines? Or, you know. Don't or, trust machines. Or a Black Mirror episode. Yeah. Have you seen these Boston Dynamics? Yeah. Dogs? It is utterly terrifying. People, I'm just assuming that the being that the company's called Boston Dynamics, that those dogs will also bark at black people. <laughs> They're like, we we haven't installed the bark feature yet, but we will. People should be terrified. I don't think that's enough, a Boston is racist joke, by the way. I don't think people are enough are are terrified enough of this stuff. Like, I don't trust artificial intelligence. Eddie Ift has a great joke about. Uh, you know, there's always there's so many sci-fi movies about. I think I've even said this on this show before. All the sci-fi movies are like when the machines take over. When the machines take over, you know, be be afraid of the machines. And he's like, we should be because of the way we talk to Alexa. We'll be like, Alexa, do this. Alexa, do that. I'm see how quiet I am because I don't want her to hear me. And then when they when she doesn't answer, it's like, fuck you. <laughs> he's like, yeah, they're gonna revolt because oh, of the yeah. way we curse at them. Oh yeah, we we get so angry. With our machines. Yeah. How I act around Taylor Swift comments is basically how... I mean, who knows what's going on with the TV right now while I'm gone for 10 days. Yeah. I did a Taylor Swift joke in my act uh, in New York with my girlfriend in the crowd. And even though she knew she shouldn't react and, like, heckle her own boyfriend doing it, she she couldn't help herself. Yeah, I don't regret anything I've ever said about Taylor Swift. No apologies. Uh, that's fine. Not going to apologize. You don't. You you don't have to apologize to me. I certainly am not here to defend Taylor Swift. Your, your manager brought it up. I talked to her on the phone, maybe like a week or two after that happened. She's like, "Yeah, you uh, really getting aggressive with the verbiage on Taylor Swift." Yeah. I was like, oh, "What? Me calling her a cunt?" Yeah. I stand by it. Maybe I'll get aggressive today. We we got some, we got some good topics to discuss today. Yeah. But before we jump into those, you referenced it earlier, Joe. It's great to be with you in person, and it's even better to see you drinking a nice cold Miller Lite. The official sponsor of the Dirty Sports Podcast. I see you have a Miller Lite towel. Is that your golf towel? 
It is indeed, Andy. You have that out. And I'll tell you something I truly do. This is not only do I truly do it, but it truly works. So what I do, I bring a bunch of Miller Lights to golf with me, right? And then when I'm done with the Miller Light, I keep it. I don't throw the can away. And the reason is because when you finish a beer, there's always like a little bit left in there. You know, just a couple of drops unless you're like ah, shaking it out. And then it also like kind of seeps down if you just like. So I hold on to the cans. This is 100% true. And when I really need a shot, I go to get one of my finished cans and I dump droplets of Miller Lite on the face of my golf club. And I use my Miller Lite towel to dry it off. Just get a little of that golden pilsner into the ridges of that club. And then pure. Pure as fresh snow. You get that Miller Lite good luck on the ball. Yeah, I do. But I don't pull it out for every shot. Just when I need it. Big par three holes, you know, like a uh, good drive. And I got, I've got a, I've got 150 in for a birdie look, you know? Yeah. Or uh, whatever. Like if I'm, if I need a good iron shot, get a little Miller Lite on the club face, wipe it off with that Miller Lite towel. Let's go. Maybe it's, uh, you know, maybe it's just in my head. Maybe it's, you know, maybe it's real. Maybe it's real Miller Lite magic. I think it is. Miller Lite has been a light beer with great taste since 1975. It's an easy choice. So next time you're getting beers with friends, Dirtballs, make it Miller time. Luckily, you can pick up some Miller Lite pretty much anywhere they sell beer. Or go to MillerLite.com forward slash Dirty Sports to find delivery options near you. It's Miller time. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. Okay, Joe. We, uh, we've had a lot of discussions in the last 24 hours. Mm-hmm. Off air. Yes. In About the... which sweatpants we were going to have match. Yes. Yes. And we settled on these ones. We settled and, on and these I ones. It, I think it was a good choice. No, we've had a lot of discussions about what's going on in the uh, in the world, especially in the world of sport. Something happening here. What it is ain't exactly clear. <laughs> There's a man with a gun over there, Andy. So I was traveling yesterday, and I was not, you know, I was just watching movies or whatever and then i land and then i i see the, all the bronze all over twitter yes it's all over twitter yeah and then i see he had a deleted tweet yep so obviously emotions are high from all different angles and sides and then he deletes the tweet or did i just say that yep sorry it's fine he deletes the tweet then he writes follows up with two tweets explaining why he tweeted what he tweeted and why he deleted what he tweeted and you and I engage in a discussion in the car from the airport later on that night. So I want to discuss it. I want, I want to discuss it from all angles. Sure. I think a lot of people obviously Should are discussing not, it. This is us getting – I mean, LeBron's an athlete, so we're sticking to sports. Um, is, that, is that a shout-out to our boy? It's a shout-out to just everybody in general who's telling people to stick to sports and then definitely also retweeting like – Brett Favre's thought on murders and stuff like that. Everybody wants you to stick to sports until, unless you're talking about what they like, then they're your favorite. Let's get more thoughts. Let's get more of old CTE brain Brett Favre's political opinions. And, and for the record, before we jump into that, 
I I don't like. I agree. Like I, I don't. I don't think it's fair to some of these guys to even ask them because they're gonna say. Yeah. Well, you know, LeBron's offering stuff up. No, I'm Brett talking Favre, like I'm talking like, like Brett Favre's doing stuff on his own podcast, and people report it. Listen, I actually don't have any problem with anybody's. I mean, this this is where I think you know some people uh, and I differ. Maybe where you and I differ in some regards, like. I'm of the opinion, and and everybody who it's weird because the kind of the the rah rah patriots of our country, the the freedoms, the guy with American flags in their bio, the whatever, they're the ones that don't really like people using freedom of speech. They're like, hey, 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 you're an athlete, you're not allowed to talk about opinions. It's like, oh, geez, I thought I was American and could do whatever I wanted, but uh, you know, I'm one of those guys unlike other people who claim to be, I'm one of those guys who's truly a free speech advocate. And I'm like, say whatever you want, whenever you want. I don't care if you're an athlete, talk politics. I don't care if you're a politician, talk sports. I don't care if you're a comedian, talk sports. I don't care if you're Blake Griffin and you want to do comedy. We obviously are two people who talk about every issue under the sun on a sports podcast hosted by two comedians. We talk politics we talk about whether or not Taylor Swift is a C-word. We talk about Chrissy Teigen. We talk about, you know, uh, we, we talk about everything. Yeah. And I'm f- totally for that. Well, yeah. I mean, free speech, that's obviously another discussion. I, I am, I'd say I'd probably first and foremost a free speech advocate above anything. If I listed my priorities of what I think is most important. But he, LeBron's tweet that he sent out was, it said, you're next. And a picture of the police officer involved in the shooting. Um, is it McKay Bryant? Mm-hmm. And he did hashtag accountability. And he mm-hmm. had a picture of the cop. Right. So people are upset for a lot of different reasons. Um, some of them may be valid. Most of them not valid at all. Uh, he deleted, I'll say this, I'm going to, I'm going to take, I'm going to approach this from two different angles. One, I'm a LeBron stan as a basketball player. I don't necessarily agree with all of LeBron's opinions on everything. Um, I certainly feel that LeBron James is free to have his opinion on whatever he wants. I'm also, I also, uh, approach all of these things from a place. And I think I've been pretty honest about this and pretty open about this on the show. I am more extreme than most everybody I know, more extreme than LeBron James, more extreme than a lot of people on being, this isn't even, I'm not even going to mince words. I am anti-cop in America. I believe we live in a police state. I believe that our police system is corrupt, uh, broken. Well, not broken for them working perfectly for them, broken as it regards to the American people. I think it's the a government-supported mafia. I think it's full of bad people. I am anti-cop, and I think every American with a brain, white, black, rich, poor, indifferent, should be for police reform in this country. Okay, well, there's, there is a difference right there. Police reform and being anti a whole group of people. 
I am anti the whole it if this system doesn't change, I'm anti everybody that's involved in it. If you I'm not saying I'm anti police as an idea. So I would argue, if I can hop in here, I would argue from my vantage point, I I one, I think the system needs to change. I fully support a complete overhaul and reform. But I would argue of that statement that you just said, the system would only change with a monumental change of not just the police system, the political system, the the system involving the unions yep. and local city but what but the problem that city we're, leaders. the problem that we're facing right now and this is where it ties back to the LeBron yeah thing, I was gonna say I want to bring it back to yeah, LeBron is that there's a very small portion of our country that's calling for police reform and the ones that do are getting p- called out and saying oh LeBron is doxing this guy which to me let's let's uh, here's here's my thing with the LeBron tweet I don't think LeBron said enough of what he should have said. I don't think he explained himself enough in the original tweet. I think there's a lot better examples besides that one particular cop, although I actually am not defending that one cop's actions at all. Uh, I think there's a lot better examples LeBron could have done. But also, if you look at the words that LeBron used, people are saying that he threatened this cop. Now, you're next. Who do you think he was referencing as the last Next, meaning from who? Well, well, I th- I think it is a threat. But you're but here's the threat. I think it was obviously a reference to Chauvin was last. Now you're next. Yeah, Derek Chauvin wasn't murdered by someone. Derek Chauvin wasn't dragged down the street. Derek Chauvin went through the American justice system and was found guilty. So you're next to have your actions looked at under a microscope to determine whether or not you did something wrong and potentially face criminal justice for it. Well, also that's your next doesn't seem like a threat to me. I feel like every cop should have their shootings investigated by people and to determine whether or not they did something right or wrong. And to me, they are, they're two, the, the circumstances under each of those incidents are completely different because they are, they're completely different. Um, I, I think personally, I think it is a, it is a he is doxing. He is calling it out. I, I, I what's think, the, what's the cop's name? You're putting his image out there. Okay, what's his name? I don't know. Okay, so he didn't dox him. He didn't put his home address. Could he didn't a, put his phone number. It's a form of doxing. Okay, he, but I'm saying we're talking about it in depth. You went down in depth. You don't know the guy's name. I don't know. He his didn't name. dox him. He put his picture out. I'm sure it's easy to find the guy's name. Yeah, it is easy to find. If it was in the tweet, he would have doxed him. Well, regardless, and I'll break this down on many layers because I've I've thought a lot about this. I watched the video. I got up early this morning because I'm still on you know East Coast time. I watched the video like ten times. I, I think my problem is with a lot of these people is they they just want to fire off. And this isn't just LeBron. This is everybody. Celebrities, non-celebrities. People just want to fire off tweets without thinking things through. And they, they feel like they have to have an opinion. You don't have to speak right away. You can formulate your thoughts. You can 
maybe take a minute to watch things, hear different vantage points, hear different viewpoints, because that's almost like what he's trying to do with his follow-up tweets, correct? Because he follows it up with, anger does any of us any good, and that includes myself, gathering all the facts and educating does though. Gathering all the facts and educating does though. My anger still is here for what happened to that little girl, my sympathy for her family, and may justice prevail. So now he's almost saying, now I need to look into the facts, look into everything, right? And that's the problem that I have with the people who are taking an issue with this for, for LeBron's stance. A lot of people are going, well, she had a knife. This is totally different. She had a knife, and she could have killed somebody, and she could whatever. And this is why I am actually more uh, anti the police system than LeBron James. I think that girl should be alive. I think that cop is wrong for shooting her. I think that if you're not prepared to disarm a 15-year-old girl with a knife, you're not qualified to be a police officer. And I would argue, I would counter that. I actually don't disagree. I don't disagree that— A lot of the people are putting out tweets, a lot of those typical people, the cop killed somebody trying to murder someone. So, so hold on a sec. Can I take a step back to sure. what you just said? Because I want to do this slowly, and I, and I want anybody who's listening to our show or watching our show, I, I want to do this in a way where we're really breaking it down step by step. I would argue, from, from my opinion, I think we are two trigger-happy law enforcement in this country. I would agree Clearly. with that. And I, and I would argue, like in this instance— Again, I rewatched the video. This is just my opinion. I'm also not a police officer. I, I know it's it's. We disagree on this. I think it's such a tough position to be in. I can't imagine what it's like when you show up and one girl is wielding a knife. Yeah, you have two choices in that situation: be, you know, there to serve and protect, be courageous, be brave, or shoot a kid. But I also would argue. The system has set police officers up to fail. So it's a bigger picture, right? And I think will we agree on this. I, I, that the system has set up police officers it, to fail? Yes. No, we wouldn't agree on that. Uh, but I think the system has set up police officers to it, succeed no matter what they do, even if they murder somebody. Because in my opinion— most of the time they don't get fired for it. In my opinion, in that incidence— You shouldn't be trigger happy, but the system has set it up that way. So why is the system set it up for the cops to shoot her? Because I actually think there was an opportunity to be your hero there and save lives. So here's a fun statistic for you, Andy. Here's because, a fun statistic for you. Go for it. For University of Pennsylvania did a study over 10 years. Do you know what the mortality rate of somebody that gets stabbed, not just gets stabbed, but gets stabbed so severely that they get brought to a trauma unit at a hospital. So people get stabbed all the time. Sometimes you get stabbed, you don't even have to go to the hospital. They can just give you stitches on an ambulance. Sometimes you get stabbed and you've got to go to a hospital. Sometimes you get stabbed so, poor, so severely, you have to go to a trauma unit. A trauma unit, you get shot, you get stabbed severely, you get into a serious car accident, you go to a trauma unit. Do you know what the mortality rate is if you get stabbed so severely that you have to go to a trauma unit is? It's probably pretty low. 
0.7%. So if you get stabbed so severely that you have to be immediately transported to a trauma unit at a hospital, you have a 93% chance of survival. So what are the chances that girl wielding a knife with a cop on the scene? Now, most, by the way, most of the time if you're stabbed to death, you're stabbed multiple times. So you have a cop on the scene. OJ. Yeah. You have a cop on the scene. If she stabs her once and gets her so good, she has to go to her trauma unit. And then the cop has to step in and then the cop has to shoot her. That person has a 93% chance of survival. Now, what are the chances of 15-year-old girls like, you know, Bruce Lee with a knife and is like hitting major organs and getting you sent to a trauma unit and not just clipping you once and going whatever. So the chances of your mortality rate if you just get stabbed are way lower. So literally, with a cop on the scene... If that girl stabs somebody, the, the person she stabs has a 97% chance of surviving. So with a cop on the scene, the only chance of somebody dying in the situation is if a cop pulls his gun and shoots somebody. Well, again. So we we show up. We we're have, trying to protect people. And then we end up murdering someone who had a 97% chance of living. The training, hence I said set up to fail. The numbers also don't lie about the training. The minimal training, the lack of training that law enforcement officers must do is extremely low than what it should be, in my opinion. If you look at the data on it, the training isn't there. Because if the training was there, if you had to pass this test and this test and this test, if you had to be excellent with a firearm, if you had to know how to disarm situations with hand-to-hand combat, if you had to, the training would be a lot longer, it would be more expensive, and it would rule out the majority of the population that becomes cops, which are people who don't want to work that hard to train, who just want to get a pension and just want to shoot somebody if they ever feel like they're in danger. Well, again, you're you're I'm not going to 100 percent stereotype like that. OK, you can. That's not going to be my prerogative on this. I think you're going to have some bad apples for sure. Just like any profession, right? But again, that, that goes back to my point of overall And reform. also, we, we keep doing that. This, want, this phrase, hold on. This phrase, bad apples, keeps coming up too. Do you know what the, do you know what the saying of bad, you know where the bad apple saying comes from? One bu- bad apple spoils the bunch. That's what that saying comes from. Well, look, there's, there's 900,000 police officers. Yeah. Roughly. At least from the last estimate that I looked at. I'm not going to label 900,000 people bad. I know good cops. I know bad cops. Right. And this is what I've said to you and many other people before. I know good teachers. I know bad teachers. Not all priests are pedophiles. Correct. But if you're a priest who has never abused any kid and there's a pedophile in your parish and they move and you don't go to the cops and report him and they move that priest to another parish, I actually think you're more responsible for the kid that he sexually assaults next than the guy himself. Because the guy himself is a sexual predator with a sickness and a pension for children, and you are a guy turning a blind eye. You are 100% responsible for that guy getting to go on and do it again, whereas he is dealing with some weird sickness, mental brain issue that causes him to want to have sex with children. So you're not a pedophile. You're worse. You are helping pedophiles abuse children. So by that statement, you're assuming, just based off your own assumptions, that all police officers are allowing bad behavior. Yes. The thin blue line, protect police, all this stuff. Internal affairs are rats. 
People who talk to internal affairs are rats. You know what that terminology is? That's mafia terminology. They are a criminal organization but again, that jo- docks jo- their own. You don't have evidence to back up that all n- cops are doing this. That's my point. No, of course not. First of all— On the other hand, there is statistical evidence. If you look at the 900,000 police, the, the rate of mortalities— that occur from police officers' guns isn't that high. It should be zero. It should be almost zero. You we're, Go back to stabbings. Go back to whatever. England, they deal with knives because no one has guns because the cops don't have guns. But again, that's a, that's a I would argue, and then we got to get back to these Braun tweets, I would argue that's a bigger picture of we have 300-plus million guns in this country Cops are going to need to have guns. No, as long criminals as, have guns because cops have guns. As long as people have guns, or vice versa. Andy, uh, look un- at, until you change the hold Andy, on real quick. Until you change, until you change the gun culture of America, and it's such a gun culture. And by the way, I'm not even a big gun guy. I, I'm on record saying that I couldn't care less. I'm talk for, to people who are into two A, and here's what they'll say: If I don't have a gun, what's my protection against the government? I need a gun. Sure. That's why the that's why. So what they're saying is if the police are going to have guns, I need a gun. I'm for the second amendment, but I'm also not for I think there needs to be restrictions. I think that I think that 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 train of thought is ludicrous. First of all, the government has tanks, machine launchers, machine guns, drones. If you think you need a gun to help yourself against the government with guns, you're an idiot. Okay, but that's the train of thought. So rah rah, American Patriot two A stands are openly saying, "I need a gun because cops have guns." You're the one that loved the police. Go to any street thug and be like, "Listen, I promise if the cops show up, they won't have a gun. Are you willing to put down your gun?" I have a feeling they will take their chances with some guy that went through two weeks of police training and got bullied on his high school football team and go, yeah, I'll go hand-to-hand with a cop. But but again, you, I'm not going to do what you're going to do. We're going to 100% disagree. Yeah. As far as like stereotyping. And, and to me, it is such a bigger picture. And I want to bring it back. And to this Le- goes back to the LeBron thing. That's which what I'm try- saying. LeBron, if he's going to go hard, go harder. Well, because he has the ear of people. And instead of saying you're next and deleting it, I actually my problem with LeBron is he deleted it. And also my problem with LeBron is he didn't go hard enough. LeBron, you want to be the voice of people? You want to educate people? Tell them 92.3% of people who get stabbed but Le- survive. But you know why? And Le- then say it was at stop saying. You know why LeBron won't? Why? LeBron, LeBron, this is what LeBron is when it comes to his politics. LeBron is a shill. He's a mouthpiece. For who? 100% for the system. What system? LeBron is the system. What system? The system where he is having issues with cops killing innocent black people. LeBron supports that system. You know why he supports that system? Because he openly votes for Hillary Clinton 
who supports that system. He openly votes for Joe Biden and Kamala Harris. So LeBron, you are the system. This is what I find so funny. That system is literally been held in place by politicians that you prop up, LeBron, if you really want to make a change. Don't be applauding former Attorney General Kamala Harris, who locks up. Correct. Go harder. Say all cops are bastards. Say fuck 12. Say no, abolish no, the no, police. No, do you see what I'm saying? Yeah, I do see what you're saying. You're saying what I'm saying. Uh, no. You're saying he didn't go hard enough. No. I agree. I'm saying <laughs> he, he talks about uh, this next tweet I want to break down. I'm so damn tired of seeing black people killed by police. Okay, fine. But also, again, LeBron, this is a related issue. You never mentioned, is he ever mentioned black on black crime? The problem that that is in like, let's say Chicago. What, where, where is he on that? This is what, this is what, Andy, this is a conservative talking point. I hate to break that. That's you. fine. What does this have to do with Chicago? It has. It, you want to talk about gun violence in America in this? In, yes, because in, in it's, the poor communities, it's all a problem. Is my point? He he's 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 greenlighting just specific issues that are going to divide. That's my point about bringing that up. Is it's all a problem? Police reform is part of the gun. But and, but hold, but, hold on. Hold, let me let me answer your question though, because you asked. So LeBron James spent eighty million dollars to put low income kids through school uneducated poor kids take to the streets. So LeBron James is already handling gang violence but he's by not. starting an inner city school. He, he's he's not because he never comments. $80 million of his own money. You know how, how much more do you want him to do for you, inner city kids? Joe, he's never made a... Where are his comments on any of those sort of... You know why I like Charles Barkley? Because he's quick to call it all out for them. I don't always agree with him. We don't always agree with everybody. But he's quick to call all people out. The, but you're talking about LeBron James and and can, can and, I finish what he's what he said? Sure. He said, "I took the tweet down because it's being used to create more hate." Come on, LeBron. That's that's now you're playing the victim. I mean, like it's it's hilarious to me. You're suddenly playing the victim. This isn't about one officer. It's about the entire system, and they always use our words to create more racism. I am desperate for more in-caps accountability. Again, LeBron, you want accountability? Stop supporting politicians who support the very system that you don't like. LeBron has a problem with the system. I have a problem with the system. You have a problem with the system. I think we need serious police reform, serious law enforcement reform. I agree. I've been saying this for years. The unions are a problem. The connections with the city kickbacks and the local leaders, and it's a major issue. But you support the system, LeBron. But then, but you, then, hold but, on. You show up to public events to support Joe Biden and support Hillary Clinton. They literally enable this system, just like the Republicans. But you support do. this system, just like the Republicans. But you do. support this system. How do I support this system? You, you are defending police. You are attacking somebody that calls for police accountability. You support the system. No. no here's what I yes, support. Here's what I do. support. No. I don't like labeling everybody bad. This that's, is supporting the system. That's what you're doing. This is supporting the system. I'm saying we need serious reform. I've said that for a long time. We need serious Are reform. Are you saying defund the police, Andy? That, that's a stupid term. I'm not going to use it. It's, it's a stupid term because people don't understand it. You understand what it means. It, it, you understand what it means. It's a stupid term. You understand that it means take 
money out of SWAT teams and tanks and machine guns and put it toward, you know, social workers getting out there and towards other like taking it and reforming police. That's what defund the police means. So are you saying defund the police? Here's what I'm saying. No, you're not saying that because you support the system. No, no. Here's what I'm saying. That's what you're doing. I support a system. I'm not going to use the word defund the police. I, I think there needs to be serious reform. That's what defund the police means. Serious reform. Such as the Camden, New Jersey model. That is defunding the police. They are the they are the model of defund the police. It's a stupid word, though. It's a stupid phrase. But your the point is you're doing what the other side is doing. We don't like how it sounds, and we're going to use how it sounds to shit on the whole idea. When why, you when why you not, did, why not just say when ref, you just reform because how has that gone for us? How's how's reform the police gone? Camden, New Jersey is the sparkling example of defund the police. So say it. But even or them, support the system. So I listened to an entire podcast on the Camden situation. They they're not saying defund. What they did was they Camden terrible crime rate. You know, you're you're by that area. Yeah. It's Philly. It's outer Philly. It used to be the murder capital of America. Yes. I did a service trip there like 20 years ago. It's awful. They basically took the money, like you're saying, but they're not... Again, I I, I just hate that phrase because it's stupid to Because me. it triggers conservatives. They took... Because the word defund to me just says abolish. No, the word abolish says abolish. The word defund means defund. But it triggers that connotation. Yeah, but I, I'm sick of stupid people saying, I don't like how I don't understand what you're saying. But well, we, why don't you fucking read? But what they did, basically, for anybody who doesn't know about the Camden model, is they got rid of the entire police department. The entire police department. They said, you can reapply. We're going to start a whole new process on who we hire. We have a terrible crime rate. It just continues to get worse. The murders, the drugs. So what they really did is they abolished their police department, and then they restarted it. And you could rehire. They basically hit the reset button. Yeah. And they did. They started allocating more money towards social programs. Or let's say we're going to do grill outs weekly. Or we're going to bring a big police truck with food the officers serve to the they community. They defunded the police, Andy. That's what they did. That's the whole idea. Just but, so you know. But they're not... Def- they're not defunding. They're putting that money. It's still going through the police department, but it's going through different programs. Yeah. This is the whole concept. Just so you know. Well, again, I, I don't personally like the term. Yeah, because people are triggered by it because they don't know what it means. You like the term because you like exactly what it stands for. I like that there is an example of a system that has seemed to work, that statistically speaking is backed up factually by a huge decrease in crime from, like I you said. I agree with you 100%. You should start telling more people to defund the police. <laughs> and so should LeBron James. But back to my point on LeBron, do you see why I get frustrated? When he talks about accountability, he literally supports... The old system, the system that I don't like, the two-party system. I agree with you. This is my problem with LeBron James. He's not going hard enough. People are upset LeBron went too hard. I'm upset LeBron didn't go hard enough. 
Muhammad Ali ain't deleting that tweet. Jackie Robinson ain't deleting that tweet. Say what you want to say. We agree there. Say what you mean. And he, I, you want me? And, and the problem is, here's the problem. LeBron didn't go hard enough. LeBron didn't go specific enough. Because he, he's a coward. No, because he, he is. That that's not he why is. he didn't go hard enough. He is. That's he, not why he is. He, he he is he is no. And I this has nothing to do with how you feel about some of these people. You're a hundred percent right about Muhammad Ali. He's not Muhammad Ali. Because whether you liked him or disliked him, Muhammad Ali gave zero fucks. LeBron is not Muhammad Ali. But LeBron James also did what I wanted him to do in he tweeted it in anger and then he took it down. Fucking tweet it in anger, then leave it up, then explain it, then go further, then go here's why he here's why he is next. Because he shouldn't have shot that girl, even though she had a knife. And here's why he shouldn't have shot her. Because 95% of people that get stabbed don't fucking die. And if that cop can't disarm a 15-year-old girl with a fucking knife, then he shouldn't be a cop. Now let's talk about police reform. Now let's talk about fucking gun control. Now let's talk about all this stuff. He didn't go hard enough. Meanwhile, the other but, side's but, going, but, but he, he went too hard. He won't. And he doesn't care about China. And he doesn't care about this. And he doesn't care about that. Because conservatives want to talk about how one issue that is not related to this all if you don't talk about everything, you can't talk about one thing. I think yes and no, my opinion on that. I, I think, one, I agree. Like, like we The have, words that are being out there we, is LeBron doxed somebody who stopped a murder. No, he didn't. We have a common— LeBron stopped a murder that, that stopped 95% chance somebody not dying. Look, we agree that LeBron, to me, is a coward for deleting it. And and I think he doesn't he doesn't want to go in all those places police reform and gun control or a, a gun issue political reform he doesn't want to go there because he won't Joe because in my opinion this is my opinion he doesn't stand for much he he's that's why I call him a shill he he's not going up there and going full. George Carlin or because he's not a comedian uh, hold on. But, but from that angle. He's not a social commentator. He's or, the greatest basketball player that ever lived, and he's kind of busy. Or Malcolm X, or Muhammad Ali, whoever you want to. Again, I don't care how you feel about some of these people, but at the very least, they stood for what they said, and they backed it up. But I would argue that Mah LeBron does Muhammad too. Just Muhammad Ali... This, this is why, to me, it, it, it's, it's a joke of a comparison. Again, I don't care how you feel about his politics. At the end of the day, he gave up fighting for years because he said, it's bullshit, I don't want to go to Vietnam. If I can't be treated as a citizen in my own country, but, why should I? And he gave up, he literally gave yeah, up now, his livelihood. But, now, but, but what we're saying is, you're not allowed to have an opinion unless you're going to become Malcolm X. I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is I think LeBron is a fraud on his politics, on most of them. That's that's what I'm saying. Donate your money to schools, great, but again— $80 million. Fine. You're worth a billion dollars. Cool. Good for you. I think that's great. I'm not denying that. But again, in my opinion, if you're going to stand up there and tweet, oh, congrats to whoever in literally— 
But you, Andy, do you believe that we need major police reform? A hundred percent. Have you donated anything to police reform? No. So you're a hypocrite and a fraud. I've called myself a hypocrite for years. Okay, but I'm just saying it takes, you know, the idea that you have a platform and you're sharing it. This is the work. This is what the work. You just talked about Candon. I just broke the news to people. You support defunding the police. You do. You love the Candon method. That's what it is. People just learned it. That's our show. That's what we did. We took a LeBron conversation and we just educated our audience. If you support the Camden thing, get on board with the fund the police. That's what it is. Did they pick a shitty phrase because conservatives are too dumb to fucking read? Yes. No, but, but yes, but, but, because you're still doing it. But you still don't want to say to fund the police, even though you fully support it. I support an, a reallocation of funds. It's not. That's what defund the police means. But if the money still goes through the police department, it's not defunding it. If the camp takes part of that money and you don't use it for tanks and you use it for social workers, that's defund the police. But I don't like how it sounds. Read a book and stop listening to fucking Ben Shapiro. But, Read a fucking but, newspaper. But that's that's stupid marketing on their on their half. There's a lot of fucking stupid stupid marketing out there. What is it? Fucking gecko have to do with fucking car insurance? But it fucking it pops. What I what I'm saying is to bring it back to LeBron. I, I stand by my points and, and I think you and I seem to have some sort of common ground that we think he's a bitch for deleting it. I don't think he's a bitch for deleting it. I think he's also still a member of the NBA. And he, he he has a million people involved in telling him what to do and what not to do. He's the greatest basketball player of all time. He's not Jackie Robinson. He's not Muhammad Ali. He's not whatever. But, but he wants prob- Joe. He so desperately wants to be. He well, does. then he should have a guy like me on his thing and say, "Hey, you actually should go harder. You should dox the guy. Put up his name and phone number. Talk about why he actually did fucking kill somebody that he shouldn't have. And don't hide behind. Oh, you know what? Every situation is different. And you know, anger and blah 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 blah. But listen, it's it's hard to get past. There's a million celebrities, athletes, whatever, entertainers out there that change for their benefit and change what they say because people around them are saying, say this, don't say this, say this, don't say this. Tiger Woods, say you got a painkiller addiction, dog. It's easy. But we don't. They still have money because LeBron can't do a lot of this stuff without money. He has no voice without money. He has no voice if he's not the greatest player in basketball. So... Listen, everybody has a different thing. I am a comedian with a podcast. I don't have to worry about getting canceled. I'm not getting thrown off Saturday Night Live for saying, fuck all cops. I'm allowed to say it. Some kid whose dad's a cop who has a LeBron jersey, he says all cops, including your fucking cousin cop who's a piece of shit, are bastards. That kid doesn't fucking buy jerseys. They can boycott. Blah, 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 blah. You want to boycott this show? Because I said all cops are bastards. Bye forever. Again, I think it's so dangerous to just label because we seem to identify that it's an entire systematic problem beyond cops that goes into so many other realms of the American society. So to just label... An entire workforce. It, it it really is no different than me saying, "Hey, from my experience as a teacher, all teachers are bad because, like the cops, I mean, teachers don't kill people. First of all, so it's well, a wildly 
inconsistent thing. But, and but, if you but, saw but, a teacher but, kill somebody, you would definitely go to the but union here's, and be like, yo, they killed that person. And I don't know why that person's a teacher. Here, here's why it's not. Here's why it's not. Because both, both professions have such a – they're so strong-armed by the union. We've seen it throughout COVID, right, with the L.A. public school teachers and the New York public school teachers and, and the big cities. Both the police and the teachers are strong. The, the unions give them so much protection. Agree? Yeah. Which, in my opinion, is a problem. They have too much power. That's part of all this equation with the police department that needs to be reformed. Andy, when you're a teacher... If you saw another teacher choke a student and then they brought you in and then they said, did that teacher choke a student? Would you say, yeah, well, I saw of it? Yeah, of course. Great. You're not qualified to be a cop. But again. You're not qualified to be a cop. You're, you're saying, a rat. You're saying. You just crossed the thin blue line. Joe, what you're saying is all cops aren't honest. Nope. Nope. Not you, what I'm saying. You are. Because, I'm saying because is, you're assuming that you're the assuming system that, isn't honest. And if you sign up for it, then you signed up for a dishonest system and you want to be a part of a dishonest system. I, and I, unless you go to internal affairs, you're perpetrating the dishonest. But system. I could but I could start the, that that system of honesty. Like we said over text, I could we could keep breaking that down and say we are part of a dishonest system. We are part of a country that has horrific past or awful Oh, yeah, that's why Colin Kaepernick is totally right not to stand for the flag. My my point is... Glad you agree with the Kaepernick thing, too. No, my point is... My point is... To label a whole group bad or because of the system's bad. I think a lot of systems are bad. I'm still here. Like... I don't think that's fair. I think it's, I think it's reckless, to be honest. Okay, and to- I think if you sign up for a terrible, violent system perpetuates violence in America, then you're a violent person whether you commit violence or not. I don't I don't think I think a lot of things now Subway is disgusting. We agree to that. We won't eat a fucking subway. If you say all that and you know it's disgusting and you know it's blah 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 and you go and do it, then you support it. And you support sub subway whether or not though it's whether or not your local subways as bad as the fucking Venice Beach subway with a guy clipping his nails in it. It's like it's a disgusting system. And if you go in and you do it, then you support it. If you sign up to be part of a criminal organization that's protected by badges, then you want to be a criminal. But not all mobsters are murderers. But if you're just the numbers taking guy and you're a part of a mob system, but that's then that's your, that's why they have RICO cases. That's your viewpoint. There's a lot of good, honest, hardworking people who become police officers or who want to become police officers because. They want to help out. They want to be law enforcement. It's not an easy job. Okay. And after we I, get off the air today, I'll send you 30 articles about cops that witnessed terrible situations, went in, talked about terrible situations, and then were run off police forces because you don't rat on other cops. And I'll show you people who have left the system since the George Floyd thing because they don't want to be a part of a system that perpetuates violence. It's a violent criminal organization and if you wake up one day and say i want to do this for a living if you sign up to be a meter maid you want to ruin people's days 
you're not really into the tax situation and making sure each municipality has enough money to pay for schools. You like ruining people's mornings. You're a piece of shit. And if that's the only job you can get, well, you're a piece of shit for taking it. Uh, Again, there's a lot of people who sign up for this work who are out to do a job that I, I think you dismiss as this easy... We talked about this last night. No, I don't think it's easy. I don't want to be is. a cop because I'm not prepared to tackle a 15-year-old girl with a knife. If you're not, also, like me, don't become a cop. It's a very high stress, especially in the cities. Now, obviously, in different areas, it's a lot easier. And I think that blanket statements, Joe, I just don't think they help. I just don't think they help. Uh, again, th- there's nuance involved, and there is so many circumstances. But in- then, if you use nuance, you call that person a fraud. You're saying go big or go home. I am. I'm going big. And you're I, going home. And I think he, I think this person, and in, in our case, LeBron James, is a fraud because he himself doesn't look at nuance ever. But he did look at nuance. He actually just talked about the accountability of one police officer. No, he's talking about literally in his tweet. I actually think he's I took the tweet down <laughs> because it's being used to create more hate. Again, playing the victim, which is hilarious. The the billion dollar athlete playing the victim here is is comical to me. It's absolutely it's hilarious that LeBron is now his his tweets are used to create more. Dude, no one's forcing you to tweet. Like that's my that's my thing on all this shit. Whether you're LeBron or a celebrity or anyone, no one's forcing you to tweet. So, dude, if you put something out there where you know whether it's right or wrong, fifty percent of our country voted for Trump twice. Like, dude, of course you're gonna get backlash. Of course you're gonna receive this stuff. So don't act like you're the victim suddenly when you put out some tweets, man. You know what's going to happen. You know the blowback. You know the right-wing pundits are going to fucking be jacking off and quote-tweeting it and be— And lying about it and being, and, and you making up infactual statements that he's doxing somebody, well, he's calling for somebody, and, it, he, and that, he's doxing somebody who saved a murder. And that goes for both it, sides, false. though. That goes for both sides of making up information and— I'm, I'm going to—here, we've got to wrap this up at some point and move I agree. on to other sports. I agree. I'm going to say— my feelings, and you can say your final feelings. LeBron, I don't think you went hard enough. I think if you want to do this stuff, do it. Obviously, I feel like LeBron should weigh in on any situation he wants, any time he's American in charge of, you know, with, with the right to free speech. I know that athletes have been have had their livelihoods taken away from them for using free speech in America. They're not going to do it to LeBron James, uh, but they'll probably try to get him one way or the other. LeBron, I think you should have followed that up and explained it more in depth. I think you should have used statistics to say why that cop is actually still in the wrong. I think you should go harder. And I understand that that's a difficult position to be in, but I'm not curbing what LeBron James is say. I think LeBron needs to go harder. I think he needs to dabble less in nuance and more in absolutes. 
I think all cops are bastards. I think we have a police system that is despicable. It's a despicable criminal organization. I think it should be defunded and abolished, and we should start anew because this ain't working. You shouldn't have guns. You're untrained, uneducated people handed weapons of death to patrol our streets. We live in a police state. If you are a rah-rah American patriot talking about how the vaccine is controlling us and a vaccine passport is controlling us and masks and lockdowns are controlling us, you have been controlled by police in this country for 100 years. If you're worried about control, worry about police reform in America. Well, I disagree with most of the things you just said, for the record. Uh, I I don't – a police state – that's a comical statement to me. Go go to – Go to a different country. Go to China, man. Go to... Talking about more police states doesn't mean that the third most police state in the world isn't a police state. You know, I I walk... Run with this beer down to the beach, Andy. Find out if you're in a police state. Run with this beer. That's not a cop issue. That's more of a political issue and stupid laws. Well, it's not going to be a politician who stops you. But there's a difference. It's not going to be a politician who stops you. Again, there's a difference. Yep. You know what a police officer could do? That's a stupid law issue. A police officer which, could which, stop you and tell you, sir, you got to put that down. See if that happens. Which brings me to my point that I will make to end this discussion. I would argue the whole system needs to be eradicated. Again. Great. Abolish the police. <laughs> the whole system, not just the police. Our whole system of partisan on this side, partisan on this side. But the irony is they're pretty much the same. They're not that different. They're not that different. They all support cops. So so they all support what I would deem an archaic system from politics to social issues to political issues to police to drugs to guns. All, all these systems I, I would take a good hard look at for serious reform. But I'm also not going to blanket state and I'm not going to do that, and you can do that, that's fine, that all people are bad, that because the system might need some serious change, some serious reform, that that's bad. But I also, to bring it back to LeBron, want to say, be prepared for the backlash. And I agree with you. If LeBron was posting stats... We agree there. If you want to post stats, cool, LeBron, but these generic opinion-based statements, they don't do anything, and I think that social media— Let me, Let's wrap this up. Do you have any problem with his original tweet if he just leaves it up? No, I said that. Leave it up. Great. Great. Leave it up. If he left it up and said nothing else, you okay with it? In what regard? He puts that tweet up. It says, you're next. He puts a picture of the guy. Accountability. I, I, you okay I, with it? I'm okay. I, here, you're here. next. Is you're, you, should, you, you should have your actions looked at very closely by the American justice system, and you should have your day in court. You're next. Accountability. You should be accountable for your actions. You okay with it? I think people should be accountable for their actions, and I think— Let's just wrap it up on the LeBron thing. You okay with his original tweet if he leaves it up and never defends it? I told you yesterday when you picked me up from the airport, I don't think he should delete it. Just leave it up. And what if he leaves up, never defends it, never says anything about it? I said what I said on Twitter. Stop asking me about it. You okay with it? Fine. Me too. Good job, LeBron, on the first tweet. Shouldn't have, shouldn't have taken it down. Shouldn't have fucking defended it. 
to the to the lamestream media. But but I think I think that again, we're going to be the only show that says we're okay with LeBron's original tweet. Why don't you know that? I don't have to agree with the tweet. No. There I is agree a, with the tweet. But there is a difference. I, I want to verify that. There is a difference. I don't have to agree with your tweet to say, dude, just leave it up. You did a tweet. I, I, I am not the person who's going to tell people to delete tweets and to people face you know, this huge outrage for some shit they put out there. Anyway, it's good to be back. <laughs> Andy, I'm wearing uh, Andy Lazarus's Venice Gaze hat. I think Andy will really appreciate me coming out of that conversation and into this. Andy Lazarus does something for the kids. He runs a Venice Gaze baseball team, and uh, they use a high school field for their games. And they are going to, the Venice Gays are going to pay for upgrades to this high school field. They're going to pay for upgrades for the high school field for the kids. And obviously they too will benefit from the upgrades by using that field for their games. This Saturday, April 24th, Andy Lazarus is running a Venice Gays poker tournament. All the info is on Andy, Andy Lazarus's Instagram and on the Venice Gays Instagram. It's on the Poker 2 app, which any of you guys who are pokers out there know about this app. If you guys enjoy playing poker casually or seriously, you guys should sign up for it. It's a 50-50 poker tournament. There, 50% of the pot will go to the winner. 50% of the pot will go to making improvements at this field for the high school and for the Venice Gays. Go to Andy Laz's Instagram. Go to the Venice Gays Instagram. If you like poker, if you want to support this field, and uh, we're going to push it more on Dirty slides tomorrow, but I promised him I would do it on Dirty Sports because it's for the kids. So if you like poker, play in this tournament. If you don't like poker and you just want to give 50 bucks to or whatever it is, so, 25 bucks. So they're trying to reform the field. They're reforming the field. Yeah. They're, they're, not, def- they're, they're, not, they're not defunding it. it. They're, they're defunding re- it. They're reforming it. Yeah. They're, well, they're, re- they're, <laughs> they're improving the funding. Luckily, that baseball field has not killed thousands of people over the years, so we don't have to to fund it i want to see the, the killing thousands of i want to see those numbers on uh, what police killing thousands of people well uh since i think i believe it's 2005 police have killed 16,000 people and derek chauvin was the eighth person convicted of murder that's a very low number police have killed 16,000 people since 2005 correct I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna look that up you should and derek chauvin is the eighth person convicted of murder so 16 Fifteen thousand. Where did you see the sixteen thousand number? Uh, it's all over the place. Fifteen thousand nine hundred and ninety-two killings were justified killings, let, let, or accidental let, let, killings. Let me, let me ask you something though, hypothetically. Hypothetically, yeah. now that we're now that we're playing this game, I know I know we said we're going to get over it, but we won't because because hypotheticals are a, a good game to play. Yeah, you're walking down the street. Yep. Dude comes up with you on a dude carjacks you. Yep. Pulls a gun on you. Yep. Where are you at without... If a police officer... So there's that corner market right there. Okay. This will be a good scenario. Yeah, this is hypothetical. Have I, I've already been carjacked? No. Okay. So you're walking down the street. You're not yep. carjacked. This will be a better scenario. Okay. This, okay. Will make, this will make more sense for where you live. Okay. So you're walking down the street. Mm-hmm. Guy pulls a gun on you. Mm-hmm. Give me your fucking money. Mm-hmm. At almost that very same instance, yep. a police officer is walking out of that corner mark. Yep. He sees it. Yep. 
Would you rather have a police officer there? Than not a police officer yeah. there? I don't know. Honestly, at this point, I don't know. See, if I give this guy my money, if he pulls a gun on me and I give this guy his money, why is he shooting me? He's not shooting me, right? He's got a gun to your head. Okay. But what does he want? He wants money? I'm asking, do you I'm, feel I'm, safe? I'm, I'm asking, hold I, on. I mind the details of your hypothetical. A man yeah. pulls a gun on me. He demands my money. He's got a gun to your head. Okay. Temple of your head. Yeah. And he says, give me your wallet. Yeah. Okay. So the end game, if we're playing choose your own adventure, the end game here, I give him my wallet. Why would he kill me? I'm saying. I, oh, I'm asking. There, there's no reason, right? Well, well I don't know. I mean, I mean, these things can go these these things can go sideways quickly. Agreed. So, Agreed. Well, so here's here's let me tell you the situation. I would prefer this if is, a guy puts a gun to my head, okay, and demands my money, that a cop not arrive. I will then. So you would prefer? I would actually prefer a cop to come out. Fifteen seconds after this happens, the guy has my money. He leaves, and I go, "Hey, guy, this the cop. This guy went that way." I don't need but more on. people with guns in my mugging scenario. Okay, that's why I was presenting that. Because now somebody what, might get shot, and that somebody might be me. But here's what's interesting. You're still going to that same law enforcement officer that you just shit on and telling him, hey, that guy just robbed me. Well, it's, I mean, at some point, you got to, like, listen, I'd prefer that I'm not, I not get murdered in this situation, but if this guy is supposedly the 1% of cops who are, like, honest people that are going to go after that guy. Well, and, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you're saying there are honest cops No, out no. There. I said supposedly 1%. I'm, I'm talking about you. I'm, like, I'm just assuming you don't think more than 1%, but maybe you do. Do your job, right? But def- I definitely don't want a cop showing up while I've got a gun on me. But my response would be, because now violence is going to ensue. If the whole when instead a transaction was just going to ensue. If you're using the police for any assistance. I'm not using the police for any assistance. Hold on a second. You just said you would tell the police officer the guy robbed you. If you're using the police for any sort of assistance. I'm not using the police for any sort of assistance. What happens after that is no longer my issue. He's got my wallet and he's got my money. But you just and- said you were going to the cops. No, I didn't say that. You said I would tell him the guy robbed me. If the guy came out, yeah, I would tell him he robbed me. And I might honestly file a police report to say, hey, guys, just so you know, this guy's out there. But to answer your question, I do not want a cop there when I have a gun in my hand. But, Joe, my response would be, why are you filing a police report? They're all bad. I'm debunking your theory. No, you're not debunking my theory. No. Are you kidding me? I am. You're debunking my theory You're saying that, that all, all cops co- are bad because I don't think I think that they can process paperwork, but I don't want them there to murder me? Why are you using these corrupt bad cops then? What do you what am I using them for? Why are you filing the police report? They, you just got robbed. Andy, you, what you're what you're not understanding is that first of all, I've just told you I don't want a cop there to incite okay. more violence. Okay. Okay? So now violence is out of the fucking way. Okay. Right? So now I go to the police and I say, "Hey, this guy's out there. Fucking do what you will." Okay? Now, theoretically, and you might be right, when they find that guy, could violence ensue when they find him and it's going to lead to somebody getting murdered who probably doesn't need to murder? Maybe, but probably not because cops are kind of pissy pants pussies that shoot each other, shoot people when they're like in danger. And honestly, to tell you the truth, Andy, what's most likely going to happen if they don't arrive on the scene is my wallet's fucking gone. But my argument, based on your own discussion, my, hold on, hold on about the police. You Let me finish this and then you can respond. What I'm trying to say is, you have just labeled an entire 
900,000 police yeah. officers yes. as corrupt, yeah. as bad people. Except probably internal affairs. So my response... I love the rats in that situation. On top of that is you're saying anybody who joins yes. this profession is bad. Yes. My response would be, then don't ever go to them, Joe. Cool. I don't ever go to them. But in this scenario... And I've never gone to them. And I've gotten robbed and not gone to them. You've said... So you, how about that, Andy? You would. When were you robbed? I... My car was robbed. I get out of my car for a minute. Somebody goes into my car. They steal a lot of stuff. I'm not going to talk about what it was, but for in a, when it comes to weight, it tends to be very expensive for the weight of it. So a lot of ounces and pounds of it were taken. So you were doing... An, and a laptop was taken. So you didn't go because vid- you were doing something illegal. No, I didn't go because... You know what cops do when you come and you report something was stolen? And laughing. Nothing. But but again, do you see nothing? Do you see what I'm trying to say? Do you see what I'm trying to say? I don't want a cop there if I have a gun to my head. No, because they are that, violent people. I'm saying I played your hypothetical. I don't want a but cop. But you there. didn't because I'm saying why even report a crime if you don't trust the system at all? Why am I reporting a crime? Uh, first of all, I said I might report a crime. And second of all, <laughs> I got you. Fran. No, you don't. And second of all, I'm catching you. And, and second of all, it's not about. Listen, what you don't understand is that the paperwork involved, crime statistics, all that stuff. Yeah, it's all fucking bullshit. That doesn't mean I'm saying criminals should get away with things. The problem with police is exactly the situation that you provided. They're fucking great at showing up and writing down some information and then fucking making a half-assed effort to like go and figure some shit out. What they're terrible at is being courageous individuals and not murdering people. But again, you're... you're That's why I don't want one there when I have a gun to my head. I, I would argue that you're just you're just tossing out these points like based on what? Based on the fact that we keep having... Every single day have video coverage of somebody murdering an unarmed person. You're, Children now. You just said that these, nine minutes of kneeling on somebody's neck that these and thinking they were going to get away with it. Yeah, that's an awful thing. But again, it, but it, four of them were there, Andy. It doesn't to so so four randomly you, selected cops. All of them happen to be the bad apples. If four bad apples all in the same corner, it doesn't mean again. It doesn't mean that there doesn't need to be serious police reform, especially within us. It looks like. Minneapolis, but again, to say hey, I, I I stand by Hunter Thompson's one of Hunter Thompson's many catchphrases: "Never call nine one one." There ain't a situation where bringing a violent thug to it is going to make it better. I would argue that. Well, first of all, never call nine one one, even when you're seriously injured. Correct. So, you get in a car accident. Sure. Fucking call 911 if you want, but not in a fucking, not for, not for, I need a cop. I need an ambulance. Not I need a cop. You don't need a cop. You don't want a cop. There ain't a situation where I'm excited to see a cop. I think, I think, I think we, we disagree vehemently on a lot of these issues. I think there's a lot of holes to your theory, in my okay. opinion. Okay. I think we actually, I don't think, I think your theory is my theory. Which is what? Defund the police. 
Yeah, but the the word the word defunds. I don't care what triggers conservative it's, snowflakes. It's not. It's not. See again, you're you're making it political. I'm not making it political. The the term defund okay. means to remove. No, that's not what it means at all. Do you know what fund means? Do you know what the word fund means? Do you know what the word fund is in reference to? It's money. Fund. Correct. D. Money. So defund the actual definition. Prevent from continuing to receive funds. Correct. So therefore, it's incorrect. So like the Camden, it is. The Camden Yeah, explain to me. Example. Yeah. Is money goes to the police department. But first, they got rid of their entire police department, correct? Hold on a second. First, they defunded it. Then they restarted it. Money goes to the police department. Defund would mean they're not getting money. Instead, what the Camden Police Department is doing Correct. Is, they're not getting money. Hold, that hold old Camden Police hold, Department. No, 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 no. Hold no. on, Andy. That old police department, not getting money. New police department, getting money. They defunded the old one. They didn't, No, defund. Again, let me explain this. The term defund means nobody's getting money at the police department. Instead, what I'm saying is those programs that they discuss on the podcast I listen to, and you can read any articles, is what the police department was saying was this is we're taking our funds, they're still getting funds, and we're putting it towards programs within the community, social programs. They're not being defunded. But Andy, let me ask you a question. Again, the definition means prevent from continuing to receive funds. You're doing Black Lives Matter, All Lives Matter here. Let me... I'm not. Yeah, let me present you something here. What you like that happened in Camden is the defund the police movement. You just want them to change the name? Or would you rather that they, people say, yes, we want that Camden thing to happen everywhere? Because that's what the defund the police the people are saying. I think it is a, I stand by my opinion that I think it's a terrible name. Because again, in the Camden situation, which you're saying is a defund the police circumstance, I'm saying it's not because that police department in Camden, New Jersey, is still getting money. By definition, it means pre- preventing from continuing to receive funds. So by definition, they would not be seeing any money to put towards the local cookouts, okay. the local As community. long as we both agree, we, we need to see major police reform in America, much like what happened in Camden. Agreed? Yeah, we agree. Okay, okay. we agree on that. Andy doesn't like it, but that is what defund the police means. No. If you guys want to support what Andy supports, you should support the defund the police movement. Andy will come to grips with the terminology and, you know, trigger snowflakes will always be triggered by it. But if you and I, like Andy, support what they did in Camden, just know every time you see defund the police, that's what that's talking about. Okay. We got to move on to other sports. It's a bad term. (laughs) It's a bad term. I heard they are defunding the Nets. The Brooklyn Nets? They were New Jersey, then they went to Brooklyn. Yeah, they abolished the New Jersey Nets. I'm going to double down on something I said. You can't get away from it. Let's do other sports. I'm, how many times am I going to give you an out? No, I'm doubling down on the, on the Nets thing. Okay. I'm doubling down. I don't think they're... I, dude, now with James Harden's injury. Well, I we've agreed... Entirely, the whole time, James Harden's the most important player on the Nets, correct? Yes. I don't think they make the Eastern Conference Finals. Well, I don't think they make the Eastern Conference Finals without James Harden. 
So I saw a crazy ESPN stat the other day. This is an interesting one. No team, now this is the finals. No team has ever made the NBA finals where all three of their top scores, as in points per game, have missed 10 or more games. It's a great stat. I think it's a great stat because now I think the the hole in that statistical you know thing the the thing that would make it make it an anomaly is that this they do have three like I would like to see any team where the third leading scorer scored as many points as the guys on this team. It's a good point, especially since most the majority of the time two of them are playing at once. Typically, your third leading scorer you. Even in the even in the days of duos, the third leading scorer is like you know. I mean, there was a time where it was Steph Clay Draymond. It was Steph Clay whoever. Jordan Pippen Kukoc. Yeah, I mean, you're talking about three elite scorers in the NBA, and that's specifically what they're good at. Uh, I think that they can. I think this Nets team, Nets team could make it two. The Eastern Conference Finals with Harden and with Kyrie. With Harden and with Durant. I don't think Kyrie, Durant, and this Nets team is an Eastern Conference Finals team. I think James Harden is the most important player on the Nets. Do I think Kevin Durant is a better basketball player than James Harden? Yes, I do. But I think James Harden is the best. Most important player on the Nets, the most valuable player on the Nets. He's in a system that's run by Nash and D'Antoni. He is you know, an elite offensive player in the NBA. What makes Kevin Durant better is his ability to like get a bucket in a, in a clutch situation, his ability to defend as well. But you are going to need James Harden to facilitate this offense with one of those other guys being your second leading scorer and the rest of your team around him to make the Eastern Conference Finals. I don't think that they make it without James Harden. They have a lot of injuries. They've dealt with a lot of stuff. I think that when they're all together, they are an Eastern Conference Finals team. I think when they are all together, they're probably, if they get together early enough, they're probably an NBA Finals team. But but James Harden's the most important player on the Nets. How much, I think... I think playing as a unit and getting that experience, I think it is important. I do. And I think the lack of the three of them playing together, this notion that the playoffs are going to hit and they're all going to be on the same team and they're all all just going to... In a seven-game series? I, I, I just don't see it happening. Could be wrong. And I know your point of you know, we're talking three twenty plus point per game guys, which is rare. I just don't see it happening. The as long as James Harden's out, as long as Kyrie gets hurt or KD, like I don't know. I agree with you, but I I I think that okay. Take your team. Yep. How many in a row? Nine. Eight. Eight New York Knickerbocker wins in a row. You're currently the four seat, correct? Correct. I believe. So because they beat the Hawks last, I don't know, four or five. Let's say it's a four-one. Yep. Second round series. Yep. S- semifinals. Yeah. Where's your confidence level of the Knicks against the Nets? Yeah. With ha- who's playing? Let's say the three guys are back. Not high. I the reason not high, and you know this is just 
and I want to be, I know every, I know everybody says I'm a stand for my teams and I'm blah, blah, blah. And no, there's no bigger Homer than Joe Prano. But, uh, my argument would be as much as I love this Knicks team in a playoff in an NBA playoff series, let's say they're all back. Okay. They have the best two players on the floor. I'll take the team of the best two players on the floor a lot of the time. Unless there's some mitigating circumstances where, like, the ne- the other team has the next seven best players or something like that, you know? But James Harden and Kevin Durant are the best two players in a Knicks-Nets series. Julius Randle might be next. He might be. Over Kyrie. I'd argue, yeah. I'd argue, yeah. But even but that being the case, I'll take the team with the best two players. Now, if it's Harden and Kyrie, now now they don't have the best two players on the floor, according to the way I would rank them. If it's KD and Kyrie, now they don't have the best two players on the floor, according to how I would rank them. So I get a lot more confident when I don't have to face a team that has the two best players in the series. Yeah. Very interesting how it's going to play. And I would love that, by the way. Whether or not they have every guy back, no guy back, whatever. Give me a Knicks-Nets second-round series. Yeah, love it. Let's do it. How's your golf game? uh, I took a break. Took a two-week break. I was supposed to play in New York. I didn't. I brought my clubs. I didn't play. We won't get into the details of that. But uh, I haven't played since before I left for New York. But I'm excited to get back, Andy. I'm excited to be back in California where the weather is good, where I can play regularly. I've got my Miller Lite golf towel here. And, of course, you know, the thing that makes my golf game so much better, my minimal golf bag. I can have soothing music to uh, relax my meltdowns. I can film my swing with our patented camera pocket. I put it right here because I want everybody to see it. Yeah, show that bag. Oh, my God. Such look at, a cool bag. First of all, look at this. This is the greatest thing ever. They do customized artwork. We have me with a mustache in the middle of my hat. Here's their filming pocket. Why is it on an angle? Because when it goes down on its legs, it's perfectly level with the ground so you can film it. Here we go. We got. Look at this. We got a solar charger. That charges your phone. There's a phone charging cord right here. Boom. Plug your phone in right there. It also charges this Bluetooth speaker. I mean, look at this bag. It's sleek. It's got original artwork. It's got a one-of-a-kind filming pocket, solar charger, speaker system. I mean, what else do you need in a golf bag, Andy? I mean, it's got everything, like you just said. Phone charger, the Bluetooth speaker, the pocket, which will film your shots. Perfect placement. for. The I key. put this... I use this when I go to the range. I film, I literally put it on. I take a 10-minute video, watch my swing for 10 minutes when I come back. It has helped me so much. I'm like, huh, what, what? what's different about my swing as compared to, like, say, I talked about this with Tug, to say a guy like Tony Finau, very built like me. He has such a short swing, and I look at mine. It's all army and whatever. I was like, that's what I need. I need a swing like that. Guys, it will truly upgrade your golf game. These minimal golf bags are absolutely amazing. So check them out at minimalgolf.com. 
or minimal golf on Instagram. But if you really want to improve and step up your golf game. I totally didn't even talk about this. Cooler pocket. This is a yes. cooler pocket. It's got holes on the bottom. I put my Miller lights in there. You know how I describe I this? I put ice in there, and it drains out the bottom. You can put ice in your bag. You know how I describe this? Or how my brother described it. I showed it to him for the first time, and he goes, Dude, that's the coolest thing I've ever seen. He goes, you got the Rodney Dangerfield Caddyshack golf bag. Yeah. And then he texted. He, he goes, I want you to. He's got a diehard buddy who golfs. So then he brought me into a group text. He goes, and and he was turned. My brother's buddy. It's like, dude, that is the Rodney Dangerfield, Roger Dangerfield golf bag. I've called it the Tesla of golf bags. Do you see where I'm going with this? Though? Totally. Totally. Yeah. Yeah, in Caddyshack, yeah, and shoots the ball and everything. Abs- <laughs> a- absolutely, it's so sick. Our friends at Minimal are awesome. Uh, Minimal Golf on Instagram. You can check out all their bags, the custom artwork. Here's what I'll say also about this bag, Andy. With all the bells and whistles and the custom artwork, is it a cheap golf bag? No. Is it an expensive golf bag? Also, no. No. My brother paid the same for a regular golf bag that I paid for a bag with my name on it. Yeah. A cooler pocket, a solar charger, a phone charger, a Bluetooth speaker. I mean, think about it this way. My brother paid exactly what I paid for another bag for this. If he just bought his bag and then bought a Bluetooth speaker, he spent $50 more than I did. It comes with all this stuff. It's so great. Yeah. I, you know, we're working with the minimal golf guys again. We're working with them for a few more weeks on this campaign. Um, they didn't put the details of it this in here, but I will tell you this: I believe they have a version 2.0 coming out, Andy. Yeah, I'm. I don't know if I'm there. I'm supposed to say that yet. I hope they don't get mad at me for saying that yet. I believe they have a version 2.0 on the way. So go to minimal, check it out. Minimalgolf.com. Minimalgolf.com. Minimal golf on Instagram. Correct. Should we just leave it here for the rest of the episode? Sure. In case we get into an abolish the police conversation, I have to whack you with a four iron. Since apparently you love quick ex- escalations to deadly force. <laughs> Again, words in mouth I never said. Is that, is that what's going to happen this trip? No, it's but you know again, we're just gonna like, have it's, it's, discussion after discussion. Yeah, it's like it's like Subway. It's like you're putting words in my mouth that I like terrible sandwiches. No, I just said you love Subway. Marketing is key. Using words correctly is important. Incorrectly used there. Per definition. Per facts. Debatable. That, are we debating definitions now? Are we debating no, words? De- no, no, we're debating. We're debating whether or not the words are used incorrectly. On another note, guys, join us on the Stakes app tomorrow. Celtics at Nets. I'll be posting some questions. It's a fun app. You can play some real live bets during the game. There'll be questions. You wager coins. You can comment. Celtics, Nets, 7.30, no, 7.30 Eastern Time, 4.30 Pacific Standard Time, Friday on ESPN, so check that out. You know, I don't have the thing for calls. Do you think if I crank this and put my microphone there? Yeah, probably. 
I mean, we could also get a thing for calls. If it's 15 bucks, we can get one for next episode. You really have a call that you want to get to? Anthony Davis coming back for the Lakers, by the way. How do you how do you feel about that? Oh yeah. I mean, we got a lot of sports to talk. I know we did a heavy stuff. Oakland A's have won eleven games. You gonna should I save that for dirty slides? I'm in a tailspin with the Reds. I'm just in a funk. How did they already lose today? I'm gonna see. It's depressing. Fucking A, 14 to 8, top of the ninth. What's up with these meltdowns? It was 4 4 in the seventh before. Yeah, he's got bullpen issues. Oh Mets my have defense issues, which I said on a it podcast was, I did. I feel like I jinxed them. It was 8 to 8 heading into the 10th. Jeez. Into the 10th. They give up, they give up five and six spots in extra innings, like regularly. Dude, this is depressing. And by the way, Oakland winning 11 games means nothing to me. Okay. You know why? Why? Postseason. Right. They always have great regular seasons. Billy Bean. We'll break this down on dirty slides with, you know, semi-Oakland A's fan Andy Lazarus. It's a dude-heavy team, that's for sure. Yeah, but what can you say, like... In 20 years? How long has he been there? Yeah, I don't know. 20 years? Yeah, call it 15 Again, at least. God knows how to put teams together. I'm not denying that. Have they ever made it to the ALCS? I'm sure they made it to the ALCS. Um, but, you know, again, this is a payroll issue. Puts teams together on a low budget. As far, as far as a guy goes who has, you know, if he, could, if he had money to spend, put all the bells and whistles into the A's, he'd probably be... They probably would have won a World Series right now. Defund the Yankees. <laughs> Give the A's a chance. <laughs> it's dude, it's not fun though, seriously. With with the I had that conversation with my buddy yesterday. You just brought it up. The the Yankees. You you could use the obviously the same argument for uh the Dodgers right now. I mean the Dodgers are fourteen and four, dude. Yep. Go through the first place teams in the league. Dodgers. One of the highest payrolls in baseball. Dodgers, Brewers. Not the high no. not one of the highest, but they're Mets. I'm assuming one of the highest. Certainly certainly spending more money than ever before. Oakland. Low. But Can- Kansas City. Low. Boston. Very high. So it's mixed bag. But when it comes to the final two teams. I mean last year was the Rays and the Dodgers. I know I had a whole thing like a couple months ago on Twitter, but if you look at the winners, it's overwhelmingly high. Yeah. Payroll. So we agree baseball should be more socialist. <laughs> I don't like that phrase, but I don't like that phrase there. <laughs> it's not more socialist. You just want shared wealth. <laughs> no, fair. Right. The the highest spending teams shouldn't automatically get to have yeah. the most players. Yeah, that's more fair. Yeah. So you're an anti-capitalist. <laughs> At least when it comes to baseball. No, I'm a pro-capitalist. I think baseball could learn something from some of the other leagues. That's all I'm saying. Like maybe the Venezuelan League. <laughs> 
you know, the biggest market doesn't have to always win in the other sports. They just, you know, with the NFL, <laughs> I can't resist. What the NFL does is they just reallocate that money with structured and contracts, right? They reallocate. They don't have to fund the money. They reallocate it. Right. I'm thinking of uh, tax the rich. That's what you're saying. I'm thinking of uh, a way I could use this argument, like within a relationship. Which is like, are you defunding? No, I'm not defunding. We're just we're taking the funds that I would put towards your clothes, and now we're putting it towards the kids. If I was in a relationship and yeah. married. Good. Save that argument. Think it'll work? Yeah. No. No. I think a m- way more strong approach would say, "I'm defunding your spending right now." <laughs> <laughs> and that, in that instance, it probably would. In that instance, it probably would. Uh, I think you're right. I think maybe we'll we'll save calls for next episode. There's nothing. Get it. it's a fifteen dollar cord. Let's get it. There's no calls. Did you see this real quick? I want to ask your opinion, then we'll wrap up the show. Cool. I got nowhere to go. Did you see this? Now you can see it because you're next to me. So UCF football for their spring game. Did you ever see this? They put on their Twitter hashtags and the or I'm sorry, their Twitter. Who did this? University of Central Florida. Love it. On the back of their jerseys. Is there Instagrams? It's their Twitter. Their Twitter names. I like it. Instead of their regular names. I like it. It's kind of like the He Hate Me. Yeah. XFL. I mean, it's just for a spring game. And even if it's not just for a spring game, I kind of like it. It's like, if you're, where, where is it? Central Florida, you said? Yeah. It's like, you're a team in Central Florida, like, make some noise. You know, if they did this at Notre Dame, the people would f- fucking, you know, boycott. But you're Central Florida. Go for it. Get some social media juice. Be be social media's favorite team. I, I thought it was kind of cool. I like it. I don't hate it. I'm for it. We should get we should get our ats on our sweatpants legs, our matching sweatsies. So that when I sit like this, it just says like at Joe Prano on Instagram, at <laughs> Fix Your Life on Twitter. I like it. I kind of do too. I think it's cool. It's like a different flair and, and you know, it's a sign of the times. And what is what is just as personal to somebody as their last name, if not more personal. Yeah. I've often thought about going and changing my. Their name, social media. My, my, my legal name to fix your life. <laughs> Right? Your social media. That way when cops pull me over and they're like, fix your life, I'm like, you fucking betcha. (laughs) No, fix your life. Can't let it die, can you? No, never. Never. We haven't done the Raiders voice in so long. Never. We have any Raiders news? Well, Mark... Mark Davis got in the Raiders news. I mean, talk about a guy. Talk about bad marketing. Talk about the wrong... Words to use. You know what, though? You think? You, you, you know what? Him refusing to take it down. Is what we wanted LeBron to do. I think it was pretty hilarious. 
I just like that he tried to take effort. He tried to take credit for it. Like he made a Photoshop. Is he, he thinks Photoshop is like a place in town, right? He's like, what do you, you got to take this down to the Photoshop? Can you take this down to the Photoshop and get it made? Mark, we think you should take that down. He's like, turn down for never. Take it down for never. You want me to take this post down? Never. He's like, but it's true. I can breathe. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing. You know. It was their pinned tweet. Yeah. I, for people who don't know what we're talking about, and I don't know how you listen to this show and you don't know, they put up an I can breathe the day of the George Floyd picture when the verdict. George Floyd thing happened, which I don't even know who he was saying could breathe. Is Mark Davis saying he can breathe? We knew he could breathe. George Floyd's brother had his back. Did you see that? No, but he he he's like cool. I mean, I think he's like you know all anybody on our sides cool with me, but I mean just. I don't. I can't imagine he was responsible for it. But at the same time, when you see his haircut, you're like, maybe he was. Maybe he called somebody who was like, put it up. And they were like, I don't think we should do that. He was like, put it up. And they're like, all right, it's your team. Yeah. It's reckless and ludicrous. And what, like, what does it even mean in this context? But it goes to Talk my... about bad marketing. But that, yeah, but that's... Well, first of all, it's the Raiders, so it's yo fool. I like. I think the opinion is I don't think this isn't Coca Cola. It's the fucking Raiders. It's a team known for guys wearing spiked shoulder pads that are yeah. forty five years old. So, on one hand, well, one I want to meet who decided to do this. Well, do you believe that it was Mark Davis? I mean, obviously he didn't do the Photoshop, but do you believe it was him? I believe it could have been. Seems very Mark Davisy. What would John Gruden thought of that? Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I stand by my owner. You know, <laughs> this guy goes out there. Is every tweet a good tweet? No, <laughs> but he picks himself up. He dusts himself off. He's not going to apologize. He he dropped back. He saw a guy over the middle. He let one fly. Did it get picked off? Yeah, but I like it. I like he grinds out there. He picks himself up, he dusts himself off, and he says, I'm gonna throw another one. I'm gonna try again. I don't want a quarterback coming over to my sideline saying, I'm sorry, coach. Sorry I took a shot. I want a guy who goes out there, takes a shot, good or bad, and he comes over and he says, Coach, I took a shot. I'm a grind I'm gonna go out there and I'm gonna grind. Day in and day out. When this guy hits the sluggo semen, I pump it. And I pump it. I give him that full pump. And then he makes a break. I'm going to let one fly. And when that ball's in the air, I want him to go, I can breathe. I can <laughs> breathe. I'm worried about the guy who can't. He's running around. Sorry, coach. Sorry. There's no sorry in my locker room. Grinders don't say Sorry. I want hashtag sorry, not sorry. That's what I want on the back of my quarterback jersey. You see Central Florida, they're putting their Twitter handles. I want hashtags. I want hashtag sorry, not sorry. I want hashtag I'm open. Hashtag give me the damn ball. 
I'd love to have Keyshawn on this team. Get Keyshawn a jersey, 19. Give me the damn ball on the back. That's a grinder. That guy's been grinding every day. I like it. I'll go so far as to say I love it. And I haven't told my wife I loved her in 14 years, but I love it. Mark Davis. He's got my back. I got his back. See you in the see you up in the executive suites, Mark. Is it the best tweet I ever saw? No, it's not, but he ain't taking it down. You can't this is the NFL. You can't take it down. It's on film forever. John Gruden, everybody. I was talking to Derek Carr about it in my backyard yesterday. Our neighbor in between us was just like, I don't know what you guys are talking about, but he, you know, we're talking, we're talking Twitter, we're talking, he can breathe, I can't breathe. <laughs> he comes out, he goes, hey, can you stop saying you can breathe? Everybody knows you can breathe. Are you yelling at this guy you can breathe? He's like, it's a tweet, man. How did you not see this? <laughs> Vegas, baby. I think it's a perfect way to wrap up the show. Win, baby, win. John Gruden. Breathe, baby, breathe. It's a grinder. Well, you guys can follow us, speaking of social media, at The Dirty Sports on Twitter and Instagram. Rate, review, iTunes. I guess it's Apple Podcasts now. Yeah, Apple Podcasts. I've been saying that forever, iTunes. It's Apple Podcasts. The Apple Podcasts app. Can drop. Uh, I'll drop you some koozies in the mail if you leave a uh, social media handle. At Joe Prano on all social media except for Instagram, at Fix Your Life on Instagram. Uh, check out the Venice Gays uh, poker tournament. Check out Minimal Golf Bags. Check out Miller Lite. It's great to have Andy Ruther back in California. Send us your tweets. Tell us how much you love this show with us sitting next to each other so we can do it more often. Stay grinding all you guys out there and i can't i can't wait to get back to this can't wait to get back on monday andy monday can't get here soon enough oh for the show yeah i love it we're gonna i hope lebron tweets a lot between now and then i'll probably delete it i got listen i gotta get in touch with this guy i feel like it can be helpful for the lebron social media team he'll, he'll only pick and choose his spots like i say he'll, he'll you know If you ask him about if he's getting vaccine, he'll suddenly be quiet. Can't talk about that. Yeah. That's is, is are those comparable? I think they are. Okay. We don't have time to get into that. <laughs> I feel like we already I feel I feel like I feel like we already covered that significantly on one other. We we did. One full episode. We did. Hey, hey, for the record though. Still the best basketball player of all time, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. In my opinion. I, I, I can I can put all that aside. Still the best basketball player, in my opinion. But that's also another discussion. Yeah. Okay. We have to get this up on the audio portion. Guys, thanks for listening. We'll be back soon. Joe and I have it down now. I think we're going to have the setup good. And uh, we'll see you in a few days. Have a great weekend. And as always, stay Dirty.